I am Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. Uh, be sure to support the people, support the podcast. We love that you guys are behind us here. And uh, for me at drdrew.com, find out all the other podcasts I do there. Christina P., as always, right what here next up? to me. Uh, people what should look. Up? Do you guys have a website you want to send people to? Oh, Christina P. Online for ticket links, your mom's house podcast, if you haven't already heard. And where my mom's at, I do a podcast about motherhood, but a real one. None of this bullshit where uh, we talk about how our husbands are annoying. Well, that actually is a part of it. Of but course it is. Our, I get into the husbands. real. Yeah. The nitty gritty, the real deal. Speaking of that, I want to understand, speaking of where the mom's at, where were you this weekend? That's a good question. I was in my house. Didn't get drunk this weekend with old I got Oh, man, I, I got uh, day drunk yesterday uh, for the first time uh, in forever hmm. with some college friends. Uh, now, by that I mean I had by that three I mean, glasses of Sauvignon whatever, Blanc. You were wasted. Mm-hmm. Wasty pants mm-hmm. for mommy, and then I took a nap by 3 o'clock. Oh. You didn't do anything <laughs> weird? Oh, I stayed around the house. How, how uh, Were your friends with you at your house, or did you guys yeah. go somewhere? No, we stayed they at the house. They came to visit your house. Mm-hmm. And how do you stay in touch with friends from college? I do. I do, yeah. we have, But we had lost touch for a few years, and now we were rekindling the friendship. But it's like we we didn't uh, miss a beat. Yeah, I, I know you told me before, but I'm not remembering yeah. what college. University of San Francisco. USF. Got in on academic probation, barely broke a thousand on my SATs, and then I did really well. Then you killed them, I'm sure. Then you went to Cambridge. I did. Oxford. Oxford, I beg your pardon. (laughs) All right, Dr. Drew. (laughs) Keeble College. Thank you. Were these girls from from, uh, England? Were they just your San Francisco friends? No, SF. And uh, were they all goth too? No, they no. were like hippies and like they were into hip hop. They were normal, but they still remember me. They were like, you were sassy back then and now you're, you know, still sassy. And I'm like, that's a nice word for crazy, but yes. <laughs> yeah. And what are they all doing now? They're normal. Oh, one of them is a, he's a cameraman. They've been together since college, this couple. And so, so this were male and female friends. I assumed, mm-hmm. I assumed it was mommies. Married okay. couple. Yeah. And they have a cute little 10 year old boy and the mm-hmm. guy works in different cities and they travel in together television. in television and films. Yeah. They're great. They're like the nicest, normalest people I'm, I'm friends with. So somebody would have come across somewhere, you think? Wait, say it again? Is he somebody I would come across? No, I don't know. No, no, no. no. He does scripted television scripted TV, stuff. Yeah. 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 What's this, what's this line of questioning? What's going I'm on? Just curious I'm very what I'm, nervous. I'm so. curious what I'm going to find here. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to find Tom with two penises again. Well, that that's the that, night. That's that, I had the dream last night. Mm-hmm. See, that was gold. And I'm, I'm mining for more. Oh, you want more? Yeah. Okay, well, here's an inch. I, I push the button on my pool light so I figure out which lighting concept I prefer this the most. This is very fascinating. Uh, I, you know, I was pretty banal yesterday. Drunk but banal. Mm. Yeah, I don't do... You know what? I'm not an act out. I know what you're saying. I had an ex-boyfriend who would drink and then jump on top of cars and get nutty. I feel like I feel like I'm actually more normal when I drink because this is me normally. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty loose. So you calm down a bit. I'm loose. Yeah, I'm free in my sober life. Got what it. do you like when you drink? What do, I, what do I like or what do I get like? What do you get like? And what... Um, do you like tequila? No, no. I'm a super lightweight. Right, and and I prefer I like wine, but I'm on I this like no wine. carb thing, so I have to drink bourbon to get over that. And I have this very strange reaction where I could drink two, you know, orders of bourbon and feel nothing, and then if I have a third, I am destroyed, <laughs> destroyed, and I'm like uncomfortably destroyed. Like I, I don't like I don't, that. I don't like it. 
Uh, and then it screws my night and my sleep and everything. I just hate You're it. You're very I mean, I'm a lightweight, particular total. with your sleep. You yes, were saying. Yes, yes. As I've gotten older, I have been because I I spent my whole life sleep deprived. That's right. As a doctor, I was sleep you... deprived for decades. Ah. And, and and I never had to worry about sleep because I was always so deprived. If I laid down, I fell asleep. Yeah. And so that was always the case. Now I'm trying to protect my brain from further damage and get eight hours a night and it's hard can i ask you this then since i've i have two small children yeah and i haven't really slept in about five years i get it how much irreparable brain damage and did i say I, that word properly yeah. is it irreparable irreparable because i've only ever read it, it no you said no it one, properly no one in my family says big words like that well done yeah uh no i don't think you've done anything obviously we've been, uh. obviously we've evolved to be able to tolerate sleeplessness that's what our Ugh. kids demand of us right it's the worst yeah our children uh, and so it makes sense to me that we can tolerate a certain amount of it when we're young particularly it mm. becomes increasingly clear to me that as you get older there's more to it like you're not as resilient in your ability to withstand things like head injuries or uh, illnesses or mm. a sleep sleep disorder I've told this story before. I don't remember if I told you, but I used to uh, work in an Alzheimer's nursing oh home. Oh my god! Uh, and I was when I was. It getting must a, have been pretty funny on Sundays, right? People the, the picks, stuff. the picks, dementias are funny because they're very <laughs> childlike and and entertaining. And but the real dementias are people that are in bed and don't respond, right? I mean, oh just, they just deteriorate all the way. And so this is that kind of a unit because it's for it's a nursing home, so it's for the advanced dementias. And when I first started getting to know some of these people, I was you know, trying to, I was sort of thinking, you know, when, when it sets this up? And I noticed on the bedside of the men, every mm. single male, there was a picture of them as admiral of a ship, captain of a, you know, just some sort mm. of captain of industry. They owned a bunch of car dealerships. And I sort of started talking to their family because I thought, oh, it must be the stress of all that. I'm very stressful. And I go, hey, was work stressful for these guys? No, they loved it. No stress. Huh? They laughed. No, they loved it. Then further questioning. They never slept, never slept. Yes, I heard no about sleeping, this. No sleeping, no sleeping. I thought, yes. oh boy, oh boy, someday I'm going to have to reckon with that. And so well, that's what I'm trying to do now. The workaholism, workaholism, workaholism mm -hmm. of that generation of men. And maybe of, I watch my husband now and I'm like, man, you need to slow it the fuck down. You need to sleep properly, eat properly, exercise, have a life. Because it kills that, men, just, it kills them. It, it, that's why it, you guys die early. Yeah, and it's also clearly not good for our brains and stuff. So, so you got to kind of get, get the balance, get the balance. Right. Good luck though, because yeah, I, I was a severe workaholic. I still, I'm kind of a workaholic, but I was severe at one time. Woo. Severe. Oh, workaholic. <laughs> Woo. I'd get up at five in the morning, and struggle to get home Let's, by ten at night. No. Yes. What a life. Yes. What were you doing? I do hospital and, and critical care rounds in the morning by six thirty. I would uh, then go see outpatient medical patients. Then I would go to the psychiatric hospital and have my other career. Oh my uh, and then God. I'd go back to the medical hospital at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you functioning? Were you exhausted? I was in kind of a little manic -y state, I think, the whole time. And I, and I loved what I was doing, and I thought it was so important. Well, it is. So, it is. Not anymore. Why? It's just, it's just been marginalized. It can, it's all being done by physician extenders and... You just have to. We just have to take all the liability, make all the decisions. But actually, getting in there and really doing the work all the time for the patients, mm. there's no priority put upon that. Mm -mm. Man. And uh, you know, and I used to complain that I'd be up all night in ICU and I'd get paid $122. Are you for, kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? As yeah. a as a physician, yeah, not yeah. a trainee. No. As a $122. Medicare, Medicare would set the prices, and that was it. 
Oh my God. Yeah. And That's the, terrible. And, and, they're, and they're just squeezing it, squeezing it, squeezing it where there's no value in that work. Is and there so, is there any reason to become a doctor financially nowadays? It sounds um, like it's such a bad business. No, it's not. It's you you you're always make a living, right? You always be okay, but you're not gonna make a good living unless yeah. you're like a plastic surgeon and you're outside of the system. Those are the guys who make ridiculous money. I well, yes, and we live in a city. Yeah, ridiculous. Like it's it's not like they make twice or three times, but they make a thousand times (laughs) per unit time how is this because it's out of pocket for people it's it's just the market just the mark what the mark will bear as opposed to what insurances and medicare pay wow which is all set by the government everybody else so yeah but then you have to have a, a, a a crisis of morality don't you um to give people things they don't need like pec implants and um a crisis of morality hey, I mean, before we stop doing that or no i mean as a as a plastic surgeon oh a, a, cosmetic, a personal a personal yeah like eh, you eh. did not go to med school to like give some lady big fake i, I didn't i i yeah. didn't and i knew i went to take care of sick people and that was my thing so i it was very important to me to do that and i'm glad i had the opportunity you know what i mean I, yeah. and i still kind of do it i still do it regularly i still have patients you know i still see stuff um, and I and I just don't know what I would do without it. It would save my life in a weird way. And you know, we were talking course. about our development and stuff. Yes. And uh, when I was fishing, trying to figure out who, what the hell I was, what the hell I wanted to do, this gave me direction, meaning, purpose, structure, and saved my freaking life. I agree. I think finding meaningful work is one of the biggest developmental things yeah. in life. Yeah, and not enough is made of it. No, and, and now, no. Yeah, and now I'm not sure the millennials are getting all that. Well, what they hear, the mantra is follow what makes you happy. Do what makes yeah, your, you your ha- ultimate your muse, joy. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, but, and, but, but sticking with the discipline is not always inherently joyful. Uh, stand-up comedy is brutal and horrible for many, many years, it's, and the attrition rate is very high. You have to be a marine the yeah. discipline the, so it's in, actually in, discipline and unhappiness and the long term i, I agree with <laughs> make I, you happy. I agree as long yeah. as you're doing what what's important to you I'm not, not necessarily good. what you want to do but right. what's important to you and then what makes in your mind a difference right and then that's it and then you just do it and then you you're not going to get paid you're not going to be happy for a long time, <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> yeah and that's sort of how it works and they miss seem to miss that piece the the idea yeah. of meaningful work but what you just said what you but, think is changing yes. society striving for yeah. that and clearly the shit we talk about here very meaningful well let's talk about <laughs> licking panties yes and <laughs> prolaptanuses I mean, this, is, this is meaningful ways I, I, early on in my training I thought this this is what I gotta do <sighs> how do you feel about male nannies nope I just think I'll tell you how I feel males no. males around your children generally males are we're not great creatures and so I don't know how you no yeah I don't know how you clear for that I say no I don't know how you screen them. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Just, just, no, bro. Because oh, that, the male that wants to do that work, I'm worried about. Same. But yeah. yes, but now the culture will say, No, I know it's... it's oh, it, we think you get equal. No, no, I, I understand. I understand. Ugh. I understand. But the guy that wants to be the clown at the carnival and the guy that... that <laughs> wants to be the troop leader in the Boy Scouts. Oh, boy. Some of them are humanitarians, great humanitarians, and some of them are pedophiles. Oh, boy. Or just like being around kids, like it, need to be around it. Oh, boy. And that bothers me. What about a gymnastics teacher? 
Again, some real humanitarian, some great people, and then some, you wonder what. Uh, he doesn't seem like a pedophile, the one that teaches my kids gym class. Yeah, I don't think Should so. I only go for female teachers and no, no, coaches? No, 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 no. I'm not right. saying that. I'm not Just like that. babysitters. Hell no. No. I can't eat this during the show. What so, am I thinking? So, <laughs> so uh, before the mics heated up, you and yes, I were talking yes. about um, women hiding their intellectual prowess. Yeah. And how that bugs me. And when I first saw it, your stand up before we met as friends, that's what I thought to myself. I thought that, that I was woman, hiding the intelligence. And I thought that woman is so freaking smart and she's, and, and only I see it. I thought like only I can tell. <laughs> so well, I know. What was, what was, I'll, what I'll, is that? I'll tell you, I'll tell you the absolute truth. All right. Please. This is the absolute that's truth. All we ask for in this show is that, man, this is going to sound terrible. Okay, I entertain. Here here's the deal, man. Here we go. Here's the deal, man. <laughs> You bastard. <laughs> Leaning in like a Larry King with your Saka Souffle. <laughs> That's my other t-shirt. Will you please make a t-shirt? Saka Souffle. Saka Souffle made the rounds the last few weeks. Oh, it's, yeah. it's colossal. Yeah. Saka Souffle. There it is. Okay, so here's the deal, man. Yeah. I Yes, I studied philosophy at Oxford. Yeah. I'm, I consider myself to be pretty educated and pretty in, in, Already and natively Already diminishing. However, with, with the pretty, with the how, pretty and that word in there too. Oh, I didn't which is say pretty. You said I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty smart. I'm not the smartest. I didn't say that. But I'm pretty fucking smart. Now, Very smart. did I test well on the SAT? No. That was My when LSAT, you were, you were average. You were fucking depressed. Sure. And you were rebellious and you sure. wore black fingernail polish. Sure. And you wouldn't have Bad the parenting. Man, you wouldn't have the man's test. However, Your dad was drinking. My, ow, my LSAT score too. Kind of average. Was that after Oxford? Yeah, I thought I wanted to go to law school. Did I'm you not, study for it, or not, were you rebelling on that one too? I studied, and okay. I was still kind of okay. Now, mm-hmm. as I became a, a comedian, this is like, you entertain America, and you not only entertain America, you entertain drunk America. Mm. So if you think you're smarter than them, and they're not going to fucking laugh at Heidegger jokes, Drew. That's okay. the truth. Okay. Okay. So you got to you gotta dumb it down. You okay. know that. You work with the public. Let's talk. <laughs> What'd you say on the, the, the mean of the, the ID? The IQ the is IQ. set up so half are below and half are above. Okay, so there you go. The and I, I tend to think it's, I tend to think that the lower half is even bigger than half. Let's go three quarters. Well, they can, they lower. <laughs> when they're drunk. They lower the median or the mean then, right? Yeah, but when they they're, especially when you, you put alcohol into a nightclub environment. I entertain drunk people. So even the most intelligent person's going to be a little. I, I hear you. However, you know? I, I would argue the Netflix specials are a little bit on a higher plane. But where do you develop them? I understand. I get that. I know. I get it. I get it. It's a, it's a catch twenty two. It's a tricky line. It, it's a slippery slope. It is. What's funny is not always the same as what's the most intelligent. And and I would argue that the burden that female comedians take. Oh, don't even talk about that. Is ridiculous. What? Well, it's so complicated. You it's know, complicated, and each yeah. of you seems to manage it differently. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Glazer's a friend. Yeah, I love and, Nikki. And she obsesses about joke, 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 funniest, funniest, funniest. Like, yes. And if I'm not out there on the road, some other woman is beating me at that. Oh, okay. Um. You don't have that? I don't have the competitiveness of some other women's out there doing it. I have the obsessiveness of I want every joke to be a banger. To land. Special. Do, yeah. do, you, do you need the joke? She says she has like a thing in her head where if it's few, too many seconds go by before a laugh, she starts yeah. to get anxious. You it's the Phyllis Diller rule every seven seconds. Wow. There should be a laugh. Every seven seconds. Yeah. Well, otherwise it's just 
what are you doing? Well, you're you telling. Well, I mean, Richard therapy? Pryor would tell a story, and it would. I'm not. Ne- a, I'm not great like that. Well, I That's noticed. Not I what noticed. I, like. f- I felt like Tiffany Haddish is sort of heading down that path, where she's of. telling lots of stories and stuff. Oh. And doesn't seem to be. I just noticed in her, especially, she wasn't like working as hard for the the laugh. Maybe she is in her head. I don't know, but she's telling more stories. I have to watch. Interesting. interesting. I have to and, watch. And um, oh my God, I'm blanking on my friend's name. Um. With the little dog, little Eliza, Eliza Schlesinger. She's she works hard. She's I can a tell. Very, and she's worker. another super smart person. Super but it, but smart. It's trying to show it too, and she tries to it tries to. I mean, her she's it, she she is. Can, woo, can I tell you something jokes. though? Yeah. And this is just a personal, personal taste thing. I don't like the smartest guy in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room, and I don't want to hang out with the smartest guy. I get it. And, and yeah. my, my point is it's that no each fun. of you are managing this pressure yeah, of oh yeah, being smart, hiding oh, smart, creating saying. a joke, not creating you, you a joke, can't... telling a story, having enough time go by. Each of you are, are like preoccupied about this sure. stuff in ways I do not hear from male comedians. No, they don't give a shit. Now, yeah. here's why I'm more preoccupied by than that. Yeah. I'm not so worried about managing intelligence because I've kind of learned over the years how where how smart you can be in certain rooms. Yeah. I'm more concerned about managing sexuality, actually. Well, and you're all doing that, too. So what's That's your version? That's the issue. I, and it's interesting. I, and I have issue. not really... That's interesting because it has not apparent to me what you all are doing but it's clear to me you're doing something doing something yeah. because the audience has to decide whether they want to fight you or fuck you yes so it's a very tricky tricky slope for me but as a mother as a maternal figure i'm exempt from being a sexual yeah being, um sexualized rather as much as let's say nikki who's going to be like the cute hot right so she's got to she's got to manage that and she she actually worries about that stuff too Ah, it's a whole yeah, tricky. It's so it's so complicated, man. But that's you know and then that's both the you and Ali Wong. I hope people are interested in this. I, I, we've I talked to comedians know. for a year now, and now I'm starting to observe things about them. But you and Ali Wong perform pregnant. Yeah, and that's she's my bro. We're BFFs. Oh yeah, I love her. I I went up I to see her, her in Oxnard, and I uh, went backstage, and and she goes, "Would your kids go to school?" And I told her, she goes. That's a Chinese orgasm, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's great, man. She's very funny. Yeah, she's also very sexual, though. She's also very much into talking about her sexuality and but stuff. But the way it's each different. of you do it is each different. on a different plane, right? It's You know what? It's still a man's field. And I started when it was nobody wanted to hear what women were fucking saying. And now it's the tables have turned and they're afraid of women. So it's very cool. It's very exciting. Okay. So, yeah, cause it's I was going to say, I look, I look for female comedians. I, you're I, different, but you're different from your generation. A lot of men your age don't. I grew up when I started stand up, it was arms folded guys like, Oh fuck this stupid bitch is not, it, that's what I contended with. So that's the environment I came up in doing the road. And well, that's where sexuality breaks through that, right? It can. Yeah. Or it's a hindrance, and now they just want to fuck you, and they're not going to really listen. And if you talk about anything other than sex, they're not interested. It's a whole fucking thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And, yeah. and you know, and, and pe- I, I don't want people to go, oh, it's just in her head. No, you kind of know from mm, testing many, many, no. many audiences. I've done this for 15 years, yeah, yeah. and I've toured with some women who chose to exploit their looks and really dress that up. I've tried it myself. I've tried not doing it. I've tried, I've tried everything, man. I wore a white dress. I wore a red dress. I wore a da 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 
then maybe it is all in my head. I don't know. It's, no, it, no, it, no, it, it, it's, I, no. Not it's you. my reality. But right. No, because people don't appreciate that. This is kind of an interesting topic that even things like how the room is set up makes a difference in what, how you it's audience responds. There's so many variables. You, you know, where, what kind of mic, what kind of stand, oh my whether fuck. there's a proscenium or whether there's a break to the room, oh. whether it's a theater, whether it's a bar. It's, these are all people, res the audience, this thing we call the audience responds differently in different contexts. A thousand percent. And if it's not dark enough, they don't feel intimate yes, enough. They don't yes. feel safe enough to laugh. <laughs> this could be a million pages. And, and, and yet, and yet I have, I think I, you and I talked about this a little bit. I, I saw the most extraordinary audience behavior under the, under the spell of Ralphie May one time. Oh, Ralphie. I know. I'm working on a documentary with him. Are you? It's called What's Eating Ralphie May. His wife put it together. It's really Fantastic. good. Look at the trailer for it. It's called What's Eating Ralphie May. I think you will be able to see it soon somewhere. So it's making the, the rounds of the competitions now. Great. But um, yeah, I was kind of friendly with Ralphie. And I had but I saw him once take an audience, and I've never seen a group of people do this in my life. The, the, you could see waves. I was <laughs> sitting on the side. And so I could look at it, and the audience was having waves through it. Like people's bodies were together going up and down in these, these like did you spasms take, of laughter. Did you take your melatonin that night? No, I was not did hallucinating. It was not hallucinating. <laughs> it was just a most extraordinary thing. And I, I brought it up to him, and he goes, yeah, man, that's something, isn't it, when that happens? He was aware of it, too. Waves. Was it in a just, theater or in a, a club? Huge, it was in the no, huge. It was, yeah, uh, that's why. Yeah, it was the uh, the shrine. It was a yeah. huge auditorium. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Well, because theaters, are, that's another thing. So if you hone the act in a theater, a theater audience is different than the club audience. And how big is the theater? Is it a 500-seater? Is it a 10,000-seater? Right. Those are, it's a totally different oh, no, way. 300, eight, 300, 800, 1,200, 2,000, 5,000. These are entirely different rooms. They're a different, so it's and, a different set, too. It's yep. a different way you control the audience. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and another thing they don't like with women in comedy is that it's a powerful position. I'm holding the microphone. I'm in charge. I'm the conductor. And that fucks with a lot of people's sense of their own personal power. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like that. holding the phallus. I'm I, literally I, holding a fucking dick in front of my mouth and I'm going to assume Maybe you had a, based on what we said, talked about last week, you have two mics. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. One in my ass <laughs> and one in my mouth. That's the poster for my next special. Two mics, one lady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd love that. What a great idea today. Thank you. Of course. I, I love it. I knew we'd get somewhere with this. All right, there we go. Yeah. And that's again another t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we need a whole line of shirts um, here, guys. Merch machine. Oh, company. my God. All right, so, um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to chat about. Can we maybe go to some cool guys? Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this first one, um, this is pretty interesting. So. You know, a lot of younger ladies and dudes of all shapes and sizes like to gravitate towards OnlyFans. Oh, shit. And this, this is lady. the first... Yeah, what do you mean OnlyFans? What does that mean? I mean oh. Fans only, I think, is the proper, but it's called OnlyFans. It's on like a... They put it behind a paywall, pornography sites, so that you have to be a fan, oh. and then you pay a fee, and then you can see all their videos behind a paywall. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like a Patreon, but Oh, boy. Sex. Okay. So, <laughs> so this, is a, this is a really cool lady. Um, who has a, quite a successful OnlyFans She's pitch. really good at it, Drew. It's been a wild week. I want to thank everybody that has joined my OnlyFans page. There's <laughs> now more than 1,000 people that have signed up. That is such a blessing to me. Now, if you're interested in seeing my OnlyFans... Here's the offer. <laughs> so let me just say, you know how yesterday we were... Uh, 
talking about how my wife and I have become obsessed with the love boat. Yeah. Well, last night, Stella Stevens was on. I always wonder what happened to her. St- then, <laughs> I don't know who she... Stella Stevens is. So I'm so show sorry. us a picture. I think that's her name. Stella Stevens, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. It. A famous well, old actress. Can you give me a picture of Stella Stevens? Stella, You'll see. Funny. That's her. But can I, may that's I point out? That's probably why she out? has a fans-only page. Is that her boobs look incredible. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. woman's tits, do you think they're hers? That's Stella Stevens. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Isn't that her now? Oh, yeah. Yes. What a beautiful lady. Right. And well, then that's what happened to her. She's now got uh, a fan page. What What was she in, this woman? Uh, in, she was in the Poseidon Adventure. I remember that. And <laughs> she was in the, on the love boat last night. So Gorgeous. There you go. Pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And now she's selling herself on the internet. There she is. <laughs> Wait until you... Wait until you see the offer, though, Drew. You Uh-oh. haven't even heard what oh, no. you can sign up for. Okay. Now, if you're interested in seeing my OnlyFans, you can certainly sign up. I, I would appreciate that because that's where all the really good stuff is. Can we stop a second? Yeah. Look over her right shoulder. I know. Is this like a marionette theater behind her? <laughs> what, what is that? What is that? You see that? Yes. No, those are two Two candles. She likes to go to no, Pottery I mean the, Barn. I mean, no, no, I'm the other side where the curtain, oh. there's a proscenium there. A the proscenium. curtain above the lamp. What is a proscenium? Like, like a, there's a theater. It's a stage. It's like, <laughs> oh. a, it's like a puppet stage behind no, her. Oh, Drew, that's her curtain. With, with the weird shape yeah, thing behind Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to Bed Bath & Beyond and got some fancy all shit. Right. She thinks she's like doing some decorating. Uh, okay, all right. Let's no, going. I think I had those in the 90s. Oh, They're boy. not good. Oh, okay. Stuff I don't post on Twitter. <laughs> We're no kidding. So the offer is you can be my fans, only fans. Oh, co- right. Hang on, slow down, slow down. Christina's coxic is bothering her. Sorry, Hold guys. on. Her, it hurts. I know. Okay, okay, get you okay let's go. Let's go. A donut. <laughs> That's what you want oh, to sit on. And oh, and I'm still looking for volunteers, but please, you need to be in New Orleans. I don't want guys flying in from all kinds of places just to come fuck this old lady. That, uh, that's not appropriate, I don't think. Well, and so if you're in New Orleans... She's like stalking and, is what she's saying. She's like stalkers. It's well, too much. If they're, if, they're, if they're making that effort, how are you going to get rid of them? That's the boundary? Yeah. So she's like, you have to be local. But, okay, here's your offer. Come over and F me, and you do it on camera. Ooh. And she puts the stuff behind her paywall, and she sells you the, whatever you can see the video. Now, now, where did this come from? She didn't <laughs> turn this age and suddenly become this, right? Is that right? So, I'm thinking. Let's talk about I, it. Yeah. So I'm guessing <laughs> that she either had a career in sex, right? She's like a, a sex pro- worker. Prostitute, yeah. Mm. Or even in porn, right? Porn's been around long. I mean, just think about it this way. But hang on. If if not, one day we're going to see this, right? <laughs> People who've made their living doing this yeah. are going to get older. Yes, you're and right. And they're going to still want to make a living. Yeah, like those people with facial tattoos. Huh? I'm saying is they get older. People with all these dumb tattoos oh, on their face yes. and stuff, you're going to be this age one yes. day, dude. Right. And, and any tattoos for that matter. Although I, know. I keep thinking it'll it's, it's cover the sun damage. So maybe I'll get a sleeve. <laughs> Full blacks, though. I want just the, the hard coloring black. Do you know what I mean? You ever seen that where people just get a black like sleeve? A, like, a, like a colored in? No, thank you. Kat Von D has one. It's pretty yeah. intense. Her whole, her whole forearm? One of them, yeah. She, did, she covered up. Well, she was covering something up. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, it's intense, though. I, I Would you get a facial tattoo? No. This, it's, it's a sign of mental health issues. I agree. Yeah. But it's seen as it's, cool it's, now. It's similar to shaving yeah. the head. And thin now, eyebrows. 
No, that, now we're going down a different. That's the more chronic side of things. Chronic. Yeah, that's this is chronic. Like acute. Is like, oh, I'm gonna face, face tattoo. Gotcha. You know, I'm angry. I'm rebelling. You would have done it if you were lived today. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was impulsive. You would have shaved, I shaved head. my head. You shaved no, your I head. did. I had a okay. mohawk. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I but, want that back, by the way. I've told you. Fudge. Yeah. You want it back? You're <laughs> the worst. No. You're just the worst influence. You want me to get back together with my dad, and you want me to get him on. So far, it's like the worst ideas you've given no, me. No, we're going to reconnect <laughs> with your past and then move forward again. Reconnect with my past. So you're gonna, the things you've left behind that sure. you've sort of fragmented from yourself, we're going to reclaim them okay. and move them forward. So as a 43-year-old mother of two, you think now's the time for the mohawk? When I go pick up my kid from Breeze. What were you just talking about? I don't know. Smelling your panties or whatever. Yeah, that's okay. That's it's just the same zone as the Mohawk. <laughs> I'm just saying. We live in that zone. Right? We might as well own it. Uh, Who knows how the audiences would react? No, I don't know. Huh? I'm afraid. Yeah. I don't want to know. Are okay, you going to so bang her? Are you going to take up on this? No, but she's an attractive older lady. She's not bad. Yeah, and those tits are looking her. good. Good yeah. for her. Uh, and so if you're in New Orleans and if you are over the age of 35, then I would love to have you come over. Criterion. There's and a weird we'll... thing with young men and older women these days. Weird. What is that, is that a you, new? Are you noticing this? I'm noticing getting... on porn that there's. But are you getting young yeah. males sort of interested and uh, responding? Me, to me? Yeah. Yeah. Younger Young, men that grow that's up. Yeah. Weird. That's not. That's new. <laughs> that is weird. That's new. I mean, when yeah. when we were 20. The thought of a 26-year-old was... Barf city. It was too much. You know, well, I find a, you're very uh, you're very hot commodity in the world. Every time I'm like, oh, I'm doing things with Dr. Drew. If it's a woman, she's like, oh my God, I have such a crush on I've had a crush on Dr. Drew. He's so hot. He's so hot. You're kind of a fantasy figure yourself. Which is weird. And, and, if, if, <laughs> and, and, if, and if men can be, why can't older women be, right? I, That's fine I, with hey, me. Hey, I know, am. It's not a, that I'm objecting to it. I'm just saying that I remember being... I dated somebody 28 when I was 21, and I th- thought that, and I, and I dated a 26-year-old when I was like 23, and both seemed like an eternal distance. In yeah. fact, made it impossible to me to like have a keep going. I agree. I think it's gross and weird. I, I didn't think it was. It's not gross and weird. Let's and... not stop it with all that. It's uh, don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> I'm just I, saying it's, I think it's, it's, it's not it's interesting. It's interesting you, you, that that's happening. Yeah. And, and it makes me wonder what is underneath that. And some of it is they're, mm. they're fearful of their own peers. That's, there's so much confusion about but, but how to get it, consent right, and well, what's okay and what's not okay. But I'll tell you what I've discovered. My daughter and I are writing a book on consent. Oh, that's good. It is good. It's, that's it's really actually turning cool. out really good. She's a very good writer. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think... Um, Okay, having breastfed two small boys. How, where are we going now? Well, here's where I'm going. <laughs> here's where I'm going. Is that you realize that, you know, Freud was kind of right about all the sexual wiring. It's mm-hmm. just the sensual thing, essential yeah. meaning of the senses, body, not body. sexual. Yes. yes, it was bodily you, based. Yeah, you breastfeed with mommy mm-hmm. and then you grow up and you learn to block out that mommy is attached to those tits and now I sexualize mm-hmm. women's breasts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe is it because why we're... Why does testosterone do that? Why don't women do that? I don't know. It, it's a, it, I can tell you what's interesting to me is I, I first started seeing this in transgender masculinized folks uh, who were saying that suddenly breast became super industry. He, he, what, so one put it, put it to me as that testosterone made... Uh, breast eye, eye glue for breasts with tes- like testosterone made oh. that person always look at he, he couldn't stop himself That's and before he was not particularly when it was a 
female, but not particularly interested in breasts. Oh, that's and so, so funny. So there's something about testosterone that does this too, which is interesting. That is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I don't but, know what. But but know. maybe these males that are attracted to older women, could it be it's a mommy thing? Is what I'm saying. It could be a mommy thing, like because they're delaying their growing up. Nah, I don't think so. Mm. I, I, that's not my instinct. I think I think it's more that I, I get you're going, and it's and maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe you're right. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. American Pie. Remember that movie, American yeah, yeah. Pie? Yeah, Jennifer yeah. Coolidge mm -hmm. plays the MILF. That's the first mm -hmm. time that term is introduced into the American yeah. lexicon. Yeah, yeah, Mom, yeah. I'd like to fuck. Yeah. So it starts this cultural acceptance of moms as being fuckable. Yes. I believe that's the genesis. And now it's become well, normalized. Okay, so so that broke us through. Yes. Which, where that was, before that was taboo. Correct. Right? And now it's non-taboo. But I, I would argue the the move in that direction that's not just incidental right it could be mm. just incidental that there's sort of an interest that way mm. now maybe porn does that right yeah because there's something weird about the male brain between about 14 and 16 really about 12 and 14 stuff they see becomes preferential it's mm. a very it's not a lot written about this but i'm interested in how pornography is going to shape preferential all meaning they start to develop i like this i don't like yeah, that yeah but 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 it's all like the more intense the more preferred it's weird there's some sort of window when i don't know how that all gets set up but i know there's something going on there hmm. and the fact that milf is a category yes they're seeing this stuff and so it might become a little bit of preferential that way there you go we've yeah. just we figured it out but, man and i would argue just i hear the way they're struggling with their peers they're very confused about their peers yeah, because they don't have that natural process of dating and Correct. rejecting Correct. and no and yes exactly and breaking right. up and making up exactly and gonna get right. All right, is grandma over or have we interrupted that sufficiently? I feel like we've felt we've, we've done, done her. Now, is it normal to have sex with 1,000 strangers? One is, would argue. I didn't hear her say that. Did she say that? Well, she's got a thousand members. Oh, those are just the video fans. Sure, but is it normal for a woman to put a call out on the internet? Come over, have sex with me. I'm going to make a video. You can put a bag over your head. We'll put it on the. I mean, it's now, not. Now, if you normal. need to have a pillowcase or something over your head, it's okay with me. There she is. <laughs> um, What's going on? I, I would Drew? call that uh, on the deviant spectrum, right? Deviant. Yeah. Meaning what? Bad parenting, molested uh, as a child, trauma. For her? Sure, sure, sure. You know, sometimes. All right, now you're you're challenging me here. Challenging you? So I don't mean you're you're like putting like again pushing against me. Oh, you're oh, challenging oh, oh. me to, to, to create to, a theory to, here. Yeah, let's do it. I love this. Me. I love to think of people's yeah. backgrounds. And I might argue that all those things get you into these kinds of work, <laughs> but after yeah. years of doing it, you kind of roll downhill with your um, behavior. Oh. There's fewer and fewer boundaries that you won't cross. Man. Right? Man, doesn't that's that, dark. Doesn't that make sense? And she's had a few years, it looks like, to sort of develop her spectrum of what's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and she's gone a little downstream. Fuck. And now it's pillowcases and fan, <laughs> fans only. And and uh, you know, as compared to who knows what she did when she was younger. So she's so the bar started pretty wild. I mean, she it, went from wild to wilder, I'm guessing. Isn't that what kind of happens? I guess. I, I'm, I'm sure never... you come up against stuff that where you stop, but you know, you kind of, where's more money over here? And okay, we'll try that. I guess, man. Sure. And, and again, uh, rolling downhill plus time yeah. gives you grandma only fans. <laughs>
and God, thank God for it. I mean, thank God she can still make a living doing this kind of work. And she, I, I'm certain there's been spiritual consequences for her choices, yeah. but she looks none the worse for, worse for wear. Good for her, man. God bless her. I think you should go over an ever. Yeah, I want to make home visits <laughs> to all these people. I mean, RPC broke me through where I want yeah. to make home visits to Beetlejuice. I can't believe you went to that. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. You Leave should Robert do it. Alone. That's I our love him. I he needs too. to go on TikTok. We What's need to worse? Take him to Tom and I are going to take him to dinner. Oh. You don't know about this? I don't know. Do we really? Are you really want to take him out in public and take yes. him to dinner? Not just Where? dinner. We want to go to, to per, the... per se. <laughs> we want to go to oh. a nice dinner. <laughs> okay. I want to. I would do that. Actually, I you would. Join wanna, us? I would want to talk maybe, to him. Well, maybe after your thing at the Caroline's. Yeah, I want to talk to him outside in the world and have get him He's like a nice lovely. steak. He is no, I know. lovely. I want him to like have a nice yeah. glass of champagne. Yeah. And now let's get back to the show. Okay, what's worse to treat a heroin addiction or a meth addiction? Asking for a friend. Legit. Heroin is more deadly. Meth is more frustrating. For me particularly, because I don't like paranoid, delusional people. Have we talked about that? Meaning meth will make you Paranoid more, and delusional. And heroin. And heroin makes you go back and die. Hold on, because this person, their relative has a heroin addiction. You, they put them together. I know a lot of people are doing both. Oh. And it makes them really hard to treat. Well, this person's very paranoid and said, oh, they're, there's listening devices. And they go, okay, send us pictures of these listening devices. They're doing both. That person is doing both. Wow. Yeah. And that's a common thing. That's rough. In fact, the really common thing now is fentanyl meth, which is deadly. Fentanyl? Meth. What is that? It's meth. No, fentanyl is just a stronger heroin. Ay, ay, ay. 50 to 100 times stronger. (laughs) Hey, good times. God. Good times. Where next? TikTok. Let's do TikTok. (laughs) Oh, prison sissy cool guy. Okay. Let's do that. Holy shit, man. Holy shit. This is Jeremy Ewing again, and I just want to tell you, I want you to be my prison daddy. I want to be your little prison toilet. Mm. He's been taking uh, <laughs> notes from RPC. Yes. I want you to pee on me. Yeah. And I want you to do it in front of everybody I know and you know. Mm. So everybody together knows that I'm your little sissy toilet. Huh. I'll be them sweet dogs. What's with the eyes, though? I'll be them suck little doggy dick for you. Please make me your prison bitch. What's with the blue, whatever that is? Yeah, that's that's a thing. I don't know. It is. I don't know. I don't know what he's it's doing. It's like a with throwback the to the, the Warriors. You ever seen the Warriors? No. <gasps> you must watch that movie. The Warriors. Yes, but not off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Warriors, come out and play. <laughs> yes. Put it up. Put, give me a picture of the Warriors. You tell me <laughs> if this isn't this isn't what that is. Um, so um, again, I feel sad. As always. <laughs> that one made and, me feel a little sad. Too. And uh, there they are. Oh, there they are. That's an old school jam. Yeah. It's a movie about the gangs in the 70s, but no makeup. <laughs> there was a, Some of the gangs have weird makeup. That's that's what I was going to Shirtless for. gangs? Yeah, those guys. Ooh, <laughs> so there weird. it is. There it is. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Um, so in any event, uh, oh my goodness. Is that uh, our grandma? They look very homoerotic, these gang bangers yeah a little bit a little gay 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 bangers but that was going for the but you know, 70s were kind of gay like uh, the aesthetic the, for w- men the women like that well the, that's the thing that's interesting about the 70s is there was a big thing about what did they call it um see now it's all about gender expression yeah then it was what did they call it it was uh 
they actually had a name for it. And, you know, Studio 54 was all about this, was about these sort of glam expressions. Glam. Well, David Bowie was doing all yes, that. Yes, yes. Uh, he was like, yeah, the origin of that, and Queen. And yes, but they didn't call it trans. They just sort no. of called it... Glam rock? They had other kinds of names, but... It, shoot what was it would they just go there was sort of fluidity you know there right. wasn't like uh this you know right like men wore tassel well like you when you were the eagle on um yeah the Mass singer yeah yeah like those that was kind of cool and yep. men could be a little more softer and feminine gender was metrosexual I metro think they it. Is that what they that's a it? word yeah. yeah metrosexual metro but in any event um so this guy with the cool blue eye makeup um <laughs> that makes him cool yeah uh yeah there he is there he um, goes i feel sad i feel sad much the way i felt sad when i first encountered rpc yeah. however i learned from rpc that he, that was just a, a character that he used to make other people happy Mm-hmm. That he wanted these guys to have a fantasy where they could forget about themselves for a minute and express something they wouldn't dare express to somebody else. So I was a little persuaded not to be so unhappy and sad by RPC, and I'm wondering okay. if this is the same kind of thing. So you you're telling me, and do you buy this argument? Sort of that RPC is doing this for some altruistic thing of other people's happiness, or some does of he it. really some want to it. be peed on and beaten? He really does. Listen, his his need for it is pretty fucking sincere. He, he, <laughs> like, and I asked him, and I said, "Is this just a masturbatory thing that you yeah. wanted? Do you really want it?" And he avoided it a bit. Okay, and said that he was not interested in being hurt. Okay. Which was sort of what he was asking for. And he avo- and but he said he avoided it, meaning he avoided, that yes, it's a masturbatory thing. Yeah, but he didn't say no, somebody couldn't pee on me. He likes I, to pee. And, he, and I said, look, I worry somebody's going to come beat you up. He goes, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, I'm not into that. I'm not into it. Piss so, on me, beat me. Right. The but beat the pissing, me, no. He likes to drink piss, and he's drank pee on his Instagram lives. I've watched him do it. His own? Uh-huh. And he masturbates on videos as well. It's so RPC we're talking about. Uh-huh. No, I know. He likes it as a fantasy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm getting a little weirded out by this conversation. Why? You I wish feel like someone I'm, would pee on you? No. I feel like I'm looking in on somebody's private matter. Oh, he to, makes it very public, I know, Drew. I not, know. I know. He's fully consented to this. I knew. Yeah. I guess because I visited that it feels weird. It's like, like you like, know him now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's your Like, I don't want to... And can I tell you something really weird? When I saw him masturbate and ejaculate on the video, I was happy for him. Like, I wasn't grossed out. I legitimately was like, oh, there's my dude. Like, I was like... Because he finally had completion. He was finally releasing. And yeah. I've seen him sure so there, fired up. I'm sure there like, were plenty of releases out there somewhere, number one. <laughs> and number two, do you know what Nadav did to me with that? No. You don't know? I don't remember. Nadav, it's all a the, blur. The cum game. Oh, the cum game. Yeah. The cum game. Yeah, yes. the cum game. Yeah, cum I, game. I had you guess. Uh, I played a number yes. of people coming, and you had to guess who was I remember. This was to, that was so that Nadav could avoid talking to you about his real, know, deep, sure dark was. stuff. We got there anyway. <laughs> yeah, of and, course and you it did. It was a pretty good game, and I was pretty good at it, turns out. <laughs> kind of like 25 words or less. Kind of, kind of, maybe we can make a syndicated series out of it. You guessed the ones that weren't uh, RPC as well. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that's uh, cool Uncle Terry, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I know. Well... Really, I, it's Tom that was super happy because, like, we've totally destroyed Dr. Drew now. Totally. We've totally just brought him Was that over. the goal? I don't know. I don't we know just, what it was. We but... just love you, and I, we just wanted you in our world. But we go back to this guy. I'm not done. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the, the, make, the makeup is, I'm not sure what the goal is. Yeah. Subjugation. 
humiliation. He wants humiliation. He wants public humiliation. He wants to be peed on. So is this like I was abused? I feel like I'm not a good person on the inside. If this is real, sure. If this yeah. is real. He's faking this? No, no. If it's not just an, an a performance, performative, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, that would make perfect sense to me. Jeremy. But I would say, I would say like, drug addict parents depravity and sure sure like a lot of stuff wouldn't it be funny if he was straight (laughs) and he's like i'm looking for a woman (laughs) like there's no woman on the planet that's like yep i'm down bro (laughs) again funny how (laughs) funny how what yeah funny what enough said and you probably remember me from my last video but i'm zager's prison bitch and i want to be his little doggy bitch I find it interesting these guys, including RPC, look for the criminal element. Yes. Sort of weird to me. And that's funny because we've had prison guards on your mom's house who have been like, yeah, homosexuality is not that prevalent. Prevalent. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, I always think of Sal. Yeah. Um, It's not that prevalent in the community. Like, it's not really like. Not a big deal. It's not like they're all butt fucking all day in the prison. no. No, no. So I'm not sure what this is. I think it's they want a bad guy. Yeah, they want like the Jets. Somebody, the, somebody when they, you know, no, he wants somebody when he beats him means it. Yeah, right. Yeah, means oh, him. that's dark. I know. That's why I'm sad by this. That's dark. Stuff. Yeah. That's well, hot, I though, get right? the allure, but now I get it. <laughs> I kind of, if I were into that, I don't like bad guys. But if I were a bad guy, I'd want a real bad guy. Right. Same. Yeah, like a guy with yeah prison. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that is kind of hot. Now that I'm just shanking. You're in the right profession. Yeah. (laughs) Who was it, Nadav, that pointed out? They're like, this guy doesn't have any keys. (laughs) Oh, I think uh, that might have been Tony Hinchcliffe. (laughs) Hinchcliffe, he goes, that guy doesn't have any keys. (laughs) Behind him? Yeah. So there's no keys on him. Look at that. Is that what that is? Yeah, he's got no fucking keys. Weird. Weirdo. Got a calendar though. Yeah, he got to know what day. It's, I know all these like wholesome tchotchkes, and oh. then he's like, "This kind of be like his mom's place, right?" Yeah. I can't stand him anymore. Can't do it. Mm-mm, next. Next. Uh, the TikToks. I, I TikToks to clear my palate. TikTok, you don't stop. Yeah. yeah. I'm on them, bro. <laughs> no, not him again. We watched him already. Yeah, we did him. He makes me sad. Yeah, he makes me sad now. Oh, look at this guy. This guy's a cool guy. This is a Fed Smoker too. Hello, <laughs> fellow TikTokers. All I got to say is all you women out there on TikTok ain't nothing but a bunch of fucking scammers. <laughs> <laughs> so what does he mean by that? Okay, I think what he's, because I've followed his other stuff, I think these women are like DMing him and then not following through like, I want to meet you or whatever. And like, they're not, they're not laying him. Yeah, they're not so going he, after him. So he's angry. So he's mad. So he's not, it's not just the chicks dancing on TikTok that he feels tantalized by. Oh, and, I don't know. You know, there's all that craziness. It might be like women who comment and he's expecting that to be a date or like a courtship. Right, and it's right, right. not. It's okay. just TikTok, bro. Should he interest me? What do you mean? I'm not sure he interests me. Oh, next. Next. Let's move on. Hey, Ooh. I just want all the lesbians who are proud of being gold stars to stop. What's a gold star? Is... Okay, so a gold star lesbian is somebody that's never had a penis in their vagina. They've only ever been with women. Gold so you, star you get lesbian. a gold star. What do you mean? I'm not a lesbian. No, you get a gold star if you're that kind of lesbian. Yeah. You're good it's called for you. a gold star. It's considered like 
the best kind, uh, not the best, or just yeah, you got a gold superior. star. Superior, yeah, okay. you're awesome. You're a real lesbian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, I just want all the lesbians who are proud of being gold stars to stop. That's just rooted in misogyny. It's biophobic. It's transphobic. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make you any gayer. Virginity doesn't exist, and it's heteronormative as hell. Huh? I'm not <laughs> sure I follow the argument. I got it. I mm-hmm. got it. Okay. I'm not sure it was... Um, <laughs> because misogyny? <laughs> it just reminds me how lingo-laden we yes. are. Yes. We are just laden down with lingo of all time. It's like a thousand <laughs> bullshit. I don't, and I don't disagree with what she's saying, by sure, the way. Sure. But the lingo part was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because misogyny, first of all, that's not even grammatically correct. Because yeah. misogyny, I think she just because of misogyny okay. or it's misogynistic. We'll give her that one. The gold star lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. So what she's saying is it's steeped in a patriarchal system right. that says if there's no penis in a vagina, that the patriarchy again is setting the stage for the gold star. Correct. It's a, is as a as against the the uh, patriarchy. And Correct. You get the gold star. But she said virginity doesn't exist. Now that's interesting. That was the most interesting thing she said, hmm. and I thought. What does that mean? Do you know? Is well, that a new thing for me? Even all the other lingo. Okay, so virginity technically is a penis entering a vagina, well, this breaking is the, the hymen. This is the That's thing. That's how it's been defined. Not necessarily. This is oh. the thing because some people define virginity as chastity, right? Oh. And then where do you draw the line with chastity? Right? Is it kissing? Is it breastfeeding? Wait a minute. Is it oral sex? Is it anal sex? Where's the line? Wait, but you mean to tell me people would consider French kissing a loss of virginity? Well, n- a loss of chat. You're not so Chast- chaste anymore. Correct. Right? Correct. And if virginity is associated with chastity, well, where? So where is it when he touches your boobs? Is that it now? It's oh, an interesting. interesting it's, it's an a, argument. It's an interesting. Well, and argument. if you look at lesbian sex, so then how do we set up what virginity is? Is it when you get fingered by another girl? Right. Is it penetration? Well, they don't. Maybe there are some lesbians that don't do penetration. Correct. Is it an orgasm with another person? Oh is it... man, that's a noodle bender. See? Now we have to redefine. So we like this chick in a weird way. Yeah, no, I do. I just we, think we don't it's... like all the lingo, but yeah. she proposes something interesting here. Okay, of course, it is this the babbling of the terms. I like, know, get I the know. fuck out of here. Just say what you want to say. I know, say. and they get so much status for ah uh, the virtue signaling. It's all virtue signaling. Yeah. Well, Even let's though talk, we but, like her and we agree. Ouch! But what is the, what is the? It's certainly not bending your coccyx. Oh, that, my, that's co- not, my that's coccyx. Non-virginity. What is? It means you've had a baby. So are we talking about chastity versus vir- traditional versus, virginity? Versus plain vi- Adam said. Yeah. Adam said something very funny once. He goes, "There needs to be a series of planes. Yeah. There needs to be a plane at the anus, <laughs> a plane at the vagina." Plane at the mouth and even a plane at the okay side. Oh. <laughs> so a plane here. So that is also <laughs> a plane that you don't necessarily want to violate if you're really going to consider chastity, right? Yeah. So all the planes need to be intact. That's interesting. So you have a plane across every a plane, a plane, and a plane. Yeah. Like a plane, like not a yes. not an aircraft. Sure, like sure, a plane, sure. There's a plane across this side P-L-A-N- that a penis should not violate. Interesting, but then that's very heteronormative. You're that just you're was, talking as soon as you start talking about penises, now yeah. you're now you're outside of patriarchy. The, yeah. Because patriarchy, because misogyny. Darr. There you go. Lesbians. Who knew that one would create so much conversation? <laughs> I know it is fascinating yep. because lesbian sex is is outside of the uh, the, the quote patriarchal shit man do you know what i'm saying 
because they I don't they do. don't have peeners. No, I, I but understand. they penetrate with dildos, and is a fake dildo considered a peen? Do they want to be considered? a And peen? is there I, a yeah. hierarchy? And is hierarchy more the issue than patriarchy? Oh I, my god! Next. Fuck this shit. This is too deep, bro. Here we go. Next. Does anybody oh. like Dark Vader, the Sith Lord? Uh, this is Cody. Uh, I want to meet the real Vader, Dark Vader. Dark yep. Vader, the real Sith Lord. It's the cousin of Darth Vader. So he he. We're back to Beetlejuice. Now, <laughs> I think, aren't we? I don't know. You told me you're the doctor. Uh, and so I think he actually believes there is somebody named Darth Vader. He Dark to, Vader. Dark Vader. He'd like to meet. <laughs> I want to meet him too. I'd like to meet him. Yeah. Can we set this up? Yeah. <laughs> He also doesn't have a proper username. It's at user O S G R three. By the way, I think that's what my username looks like. <laughs> How do you set your username? I'll help you. I, try, I finally put a video out yesterday, and you I got did? four views. <laughs> we'll set you up. Okay. I'll get you on the talk. Oh, I'm Hello, on the talk. Hello, TikTokers. Uh oh. I'm at the the water champ, the real water champ. Let me see. Oh. I don't really produce too much content these days. Wait, so you're saying this guy is a little... Sorry, that's my TikTok. <laughs> what do you do all day? I'm at the water champ. <laughs> you can follow me on the top. What do you do all I day? I look at TikToks when I take a dump and mm. I curate. Do you not do anything on the toilet when you take a dump? Do you read anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. I read medical journals. And I knew I, it. I knew you were going to yeah, say that. Yeah, I do. You have a stack of them in your toilet? Yeah, sure. Do you have a regular toilet or a washlet? Regular. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I got to get with the modern age. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> bless you. Bless you. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Are Sorry. you coronavirus? No, I'm not. I, I noticed you. Oh, what do we got here? <laughs> Uh -oh. All right, outlaws, huh? listen up. What makes you all think we're related? No, no, stop this. Let me see this. Listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> You've done pissed me the fuck off, and I'm already in a bad goddamn mood today. Mm. Well, little advice mm -hmm. to those that think we're cousins. No, the fuck we're not. I'm not related to her. I'm no kin to her. And if you keep the shit up, I'm calling the fucking CEO, and every one of y'all's little goddamn accounts are getting shut down. Do I make myself clear? Just FYI, he's Cherokee. Stop. I'm not native. <laughs> at all. You all have a loud mouth. Well, secret's out. Fuck with us, and watch what happens to your accounts. Goodbye. He just guaranteed he's going to be inundated <laughs> with cousin humor. Right? And and some Cherokee stuff now, too. Oh, I'm gosh. not Native American. Um, do wow. you think he has the CEO's direct line? Is he going to call? I hope he does. The CEO will <laughs> do then call the police. <laughs> I'm sure the CEO is going to take that call right away. <laughs> wow. I mean, what makes him angry about whatever the hell comes back from social media? I don't, I don't know why people get personally upset. For any of this stuff. <laughs> Oh my God! If if what came across my social media, oh my, was, oh, oh my God! You know how many awful things people are saying about us right now? Yes, right now. I have I to just not. It. I have to not look. Yeah, don't even look. Why would you? Oh my God! Why would you? I mean, the stuff Why I get for doing you? this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Teen Moms are sort of fans of this. Really? A and um, last time we had a reunion with the Teen Mom too. Uh, 
uh, one of the kids, Isaac, said mm. to me, he goes, his mom let him loose from his mom. <laughs> and he goes, you're really funny. How come you're not funny here? <laughs> <laughs> so. Because uh, yeah, I'm a medical doctor. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, That's cool, man. Keep going. We've got more We've just talk. opened you up. I'm just so happy. I can't wait. In a year from now, you're going to be a total degenerate like us. I don't think I'm going that far down that road. But who knows? It's a slow roll. I know. Like grandma. I love You don't this. realize. Yeah, but you, you understand that when you get those like panty calls, you're totally like, whatever. I'm now rattled. The panty call. Yeah, like like I smell my panties. And when I jerk off, I eat the semen. Like that stuff kind of rattles me. Okay, Nadav, you're not find rattled. one now from a woman <laughs> while I read this one. Hey, Drew, I finally come to terms with how harmful porn is to my youthful brain. But I was wondering if masturbating to your imagination of women that you know is better or should you not masturbate at all? There's nothing wrong with masturbation. Uh, people would argue that, you know, like you said, reading and using your imagination is superior to watching things, but males like to watch things. So I don't think you're going to, it's going to be hard for you to move away from porn. I like to itself. watch things too. I Do think you? I'm a male that way. Good. Good for you. I'm transgendered. Really good. <laughs> I'm non-binary. No, I don't like. I don't use theater of the mind. I'm bored. Not when it. you have an option of you yeah. know, video and stuff. That's right? what iPhones are for. But, but uh, and even you know, males in, back in my day still would watch like a pictures. They try to find <laughs> yeah. pictures or something. Yeah. What did you have to beat your As, to? To a uh, Playboy. Oh, you had that was lucky that you had that. But everybody had actually. Men would like go through trash cans and things, try to find old, <laughs> young males, try to find old Playboy stuff. Yeah, like it was a commodity. Raccoons foraging oh, no, through yeah, trash. Geez, pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> uh, got a voicemail for me? Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Amanda from uh, Washington State. So, my boyfriend of uh, six years, we have two kids together. He steals lady, like his his friend's underwear. And it's what? quite disturbing to me because he's a really good guy besides that. And I just was wondering, what is, is that uh, impulse that has nothing to do with me? Or is that, like, what is that? Okay. Wait, what, what is do, he doing? Does he want to have? He is stealing friends' underwear. Her friends. Her friends. Her female friends. And I like the way women immediately go to, what am I not doing? What What is right. it about me that well, I, he does has to do this? Hilarious. No he is uh, an okay guy. He's not a good guy. Mm. He's got an issue that needs to be dealt with, and it can go very bad. What's stealing the issue? And, he's stealing and masturbating with other women's underwear. That's What's the issue? What's going on? Um, it's a fetish, right? And oh, okay. fetishes are not that well understood, but it's also a compulsion, and he's stealing. Right. And it, it's something that uh, if, if he gets caught, people are going to feel very violated. A hundred percent. So yeah. what should should she confront him? Yes, tell him it's not okay, and he's going to really, if he can't control this, he needs to see somebody. But if it's a fetish, okay, how about this? Can he order stuff online? Because there are people that sell sure, their panties. I suppose, yes, I suppose that's true. And would that be a, a better way for him to procure it, said I panties? I would agree. It sort of scares me that you came up with that, but okay. <laughs> Uh, well, Josh, some, do you, is there a market there that you've been exploiting? Lately? No, Josh Potter is a, our our sex worker and at one point a panty aggregator. And S slow down, He's yes. What? Josh is a sex worker. He's a sex worker. Josh Potter is a sex worker. Mm -hmm. He would meaning what? He would do um, hair and foot videos on Cameo, and he would do like foot videos for people, and then he, because he because he has such great feet. No, they're horrible, but. <sighs> People just wanted to see his sex work 
stuff and he got sick of it because he got flooded with requests and he was like it's too much it's sucking my soul i'm not going to do it and then he started another business as being a panty aggregator so he wanted people to send their dirty panties to him and then he would you know distribute them to, the to other yeah. like-minded young men yeah so that's how i heard about the business of panty i wish you were here today we would have to <laughs> chat with him i think that's in why it sounds perfectly normal upcoming episode what does he use you to say perfectly healthy perfectly normal perfectly normal perfectly <laughs> healthy. um so what have you learned i haven't heard the final conclusion yet what learned? about it that these you, panty aggregators yeah so you can buy used panties online and, and did that satisfy their need or is there sort of a clandestine thing too where they have to know the person and steal that might the be the issue and can they just do it maybe from a cam person that they know kind of thing could they get it that way that would be nice the same rise out of themselves can the wife leave behind Ooh. dirty chonies no, it's not about the with her. nothing yeah. to do with her and by the way not it's a girlfriend of six years with three kids with three kids or two three kids that's a lot of response you don't have time to get her panties or and by they the way dirty. girlfriend not husband i'm a little i agree yeah the kids need a stable structure that's yeah. and when people say hey it's just a piece of paper that's the point it's a contract to to commit you for the kids so they get a little bit of stability and can account on that stability going forward. It's a contract, a piece of paper, to protect the kids and the family unit. And protect the women, I might add. Because I know, listen, a lot of people live with people and they have children out of wedlock. Yes, yes. I'm not speaking from a 1950s perspective. Protect the women and the children because when that guy splits, you have no legal repercussions to half his stuff. Yep. So if you have children with somebody, get yourself protected by yeah. getting married. Getting a contract. Yes, that's, that's what it's about. Next voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew. This is Shane, and I am an ABDL, which I think some people who know what that means know that that makes me a cool guy. Oh. I like to wear diapers, and oh. it brings me comfort. And ah. um, I, I think it's widely misunderstood. I think a lot of people with kinks really have trouble accepting themselves and um, really learning about them, and there's not a whole lot of resources. Um, so I appreciate you guys bringing awareness to things like this, even if um, it's saying we're cool dudes, because <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> I think most of us realize that it is kind of goofy, but uh, you know, it still brings us joy. And it brings you joy to see that in a humorous <laughs> way. So thank you. Okay. I love that he's in on the joke. Yes. Thank you, Mr. ABDO. What, look up ABDO. Adult yeah, baby diaper. diaper. I thought it was wearer, but adult baby diaper O or, is or Organization. <laughs> like NAMBLA? Uh, ABDL. Maybe ABD, it was an L. Adult, oh, maybe. We it heard, sounded like O. Maybe it was an L. Um, uh, no, so. no. The lover is the one that loves the person in the adult baby diaper. Oh. So there's a wearer and a lover. So these are yeah. two. But type in ABDO and say and see. No, adult baby. No. Yeah. <laughs> there's like yeah. Farsi slave <laughs> gladiator. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's ABDL. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, so in any event, uh, I'm glad he's in on the joke. Number one. Yeah. Number two, he's saying that people don't understand it. and I, I can't imagine there's not a lot of resource for everything out there. So how can you say there's no research? Resource? You know or at I mean? least some we, we just found a Wikipedia. For, I mean, yeah. for God's sake, there's resources out Chat there. Chat rooms. But what freaks people out is not just the wearers. 
And you have some weird thing where it makes you feel comfort. It's some sort of throwback something. Okay, I got it, got it, got it. That's your brain, whatever. It is the messing the diaper and the sex in the <laughs> diaper that freaks people out. Uh-huh. And why and, is and that, then, Drew? And then the and the baby behavior that sometimes goes along with the diaper wearing. <laughs> That's the stuff that we find problematic. Well, yes, because it's associiated with the most innocent, which is babies. And you it there's it for is, us it it's is, a weird crossover. It is bizarre. Let's not mince words here. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. For, the, for an adult, I'm to holding do back on that. my repulsion. It's, it's bizarre. I, I'm not going to, and I say that with peace and love. Peace it's and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. It's not a judgment. It's just for the for for an adult to look at that and see that behavior. It strikes as bizarre, and uh, I would argue that even in a world that's thoroughly accepting and tolerant, it would still strike as. I'd rather see the doggy guys. You know, yeah, the doggy play that's because little, it's in the adult realm. It's a little less bizarre than mm-hmm. seeing the, and again, the messing and the it gets into sort of scatological Ugh. stuff. And, but is that and the, the allure? Sex and the diaper. But is that I the allure? I don't. I can't. I have trouble understanding. Is it the diaper and the soiling and the the naughtiness of soiling oneself as an adult? Is that the? You seem to be. Uh, I'm trying to put my head there. I'm head's, trying. Your head's there. I yeah, think. I'm trying. Maybe it's a little disturbing to me to hear you say is that. Is it? Is it? Is it that when? You know, maybe you you don't have clear memories of it, but somehow the wires get crossed of sexual mommy cleaning you. I don't know. Yes, it's some sort of stuckness, right? Yeah. Uh, Or or wire literally wires crossing. Some people have theories about these things that it literally that parts of the brain sort of they're adjacent and so they overlap and they're wiring and things and it gets people like this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be something horrible happened. It can be almost developmental. Yeah. Um, And we're not, again, not judging, not saying, oh, you're horrible because this or you need to go get it treated or it's just you're going to be a cool guy. Yeah. And I'm glad you're in on the joke. Well, I think people just assume that you're you're messing with kids. I think that's the association. Oh, see, I and, would not. That's not. I would defend them again. That's not what Well, happens. no, that is not yeah. what happens. But I'm saying that you even say something like adult baby diaper and, and everybody, you, you instinctively go, oh, my God, they're messing with kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. not saying it's true. Right. It's just the association. Yeah. Should we do one more? Yeah. All right, one more. We can't leave on diaper wearing. I know, I know. It's too dark. Too much. <laughs> is there any more videos for us to go over? Are there anything we missed? Uh, nothing that would be like a quick sign Okay, right. okay, okay. Voice back. Hey, Dr. Drew, my name's Jordan. Uh, just hey, a really quick question. Um, in my mid-30s, and when I was younger, I never had any kind of issues with maintaining as far as performance. Um, you know, not coming too fast or, or anything like that. And then I met my wife, who uh, has a really quickly recovering vagina. I don't know any other way to recover. To call that she she almost is a virgin every single time we have sex, and I'm just trying to figure out if maybe that's why I have such a hard time like maintaining for a good amount of time, or oh, if there's something that I need to do that I did, can did try. He say, did he say how old he is? Mid thirties. So any guy, if he's a smoker, he needs to get on a treadmill immediately because that can be the first sign of heart disease. Oh wow! Yeah, so I would, I would first, I would go see a doctor first thing. He's, he's mm-hmm. getting towards his forties when these things can have medical sort of consequences associated with them. So you got to make sure there's not a medical reason for it. Hmm. Um, and beyond that, uh, again, it's about the couple kind of working it out. 
You know, I mean, I mean yeah. he's struggling. One is, it, are they going too long? Is it, you know, what, but he's what? saying, sorry, what I'm understanding is her vagina too tight. I think that's what he's saying. And meaning. that would make his penis which doesn't go, which seem right. Counterintuitive. It's, right. Doesn't, so that doesn't seem like a proper explanation for it. So more information. And, yeah. and start with a medical a medical evaluation. Yeah. So again, it's been fun. This has been great. As always. I love it. We've gone down so many rabbit holes today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep track of them all. I know. I feel a little disturbed by some yeah? of them. Do you feel I'm, gross or do you feel um, complete? Cold. <laughs> cold inside. Then you know we've done the job right. You've done it. It's and, been a great uh, app. I guess I'm going to be in your mom's house soon. That should be coming uh, out. Of course. Yeah, so good. And then we're going to be doing phone calls next show. I can't fucking wait. I know, I know. It's going to be so good. I cannot. This has been my dream. Listen, I've listened to you take phone calls since I was 13 years old, and I'm only 27. And it's so crazy that I'm going to get to do this with you. This is a, this is a dream come true. I'm so happy. I'm and so thrilled. This is going to be great. So this has all been by way of warm up. This, these shows so far, but we're getting to the real gas, bro. We're getting to the real heat of it next visit. So <laughs> next show, and I want to hear your weirdest stuff, man. Don't be ashamed. Yeah, yeah, it's anonymous. We're not gonna. It's anonymous. You know, yeah, yeah. Just it's a, just like Loveline. Just call in and give us the stuff. Tell me, give me your weirdness. I want to hear it. But it's got to be. It. It's got to be important to you. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be real. That's true because we can smell bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to, if you want to bullshit us. Do it really, really, really well, and then yeah. and then always and always reveal at the end. You can take us down any path you want, but don't leave it because sometimes people do leave. They tell horrible stories that leave me like concerned and worried, and then don't tell me it's a, a bogus. Oh, and you're so, very empathetic. So if you if you tell us something horrible that's not real, and you want to you want to try to try to pull one over on us, which I encourage. No, don't encourage that. Okay. They're gonna do right. that. Right, don't, don't encourage. Do All right, don't do that. Tell us the truth and don't be afraid. And yes, we're going to make fun of you a little bit, but we still care about you. And that's why we do the show because it's fun to hear other people's stuff. You're part of the community. Share. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.